0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard to help you find out how to be financially tuned.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard. Unfortunately, Simon is not with us this week as he is away visiting family, Um, but I did want to point out that if you have any um, questions, you want to learn more information about us, please feel free to give us a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us on our website www.wellingtonadams.com. And while at our website, feel free to head on over to our radio page and check out our past shows. And today, we're going to be talking about eight ways to avoid returning to the workforce after retirement. You know, we spend our entire careers working toward that retirement goal. And having to return to work after retirement can be very, very frustrating. So we're gonna talk a little bit about ways to avoid that. And at this point, I'd like to welcome to our show, our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. How are you, Tony?
0: Well, Baron, I'm doing good. Great to be with you here today. And I think it's a great day. I've had my coffee. I'm ready to take (laughs) on the world and learn something uh, uh, about how I can avoid having to return to work after I retire. Nobody wants that, or at least most people don't especially we don't want to be forced to do that. But I've had a great week, kept busy. How about you, Baron? How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty well, Tony. I had a uh, pretty busy week this week, which is obviously always good. Um, But just trying to help people out, sitting down in front of them, putting plans together, just doing what I love to do. So it's a busy week. We've been good.
0: Good, good. Now, uh, you know, I'm sure that it would feel like a lot of work for nothing if after you retire, you have to go back to work if you don't truly get to retire, right?
1: Well, it's been said by Ben Franklin, a very famous quote that he had mentioned that nothing is guaranteed in life but death and taxes. And really, even the best retirement plans can go awry. However, for many retirees, it isn't always a lack of funds that drives them back into the workforce. I mean, certainly lack of money is one reason that retirees return to work, but others find that they're missing fulfillment in retirement. Often retirement is a journey and it's not a destination. So today we're going to talk about some options if you want to retire and then stay retired.
0: Ah, sounds good. But you said the word journey, uh, which makes me think we should call this episode, Don't Stop Believing in reti- in Retirement.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, you know, I guess almost, uh, that would be a a good name for the episode. But these ways that we're gonna talk about actually come from a US News and World Report article. Um, So I I have to say, it's not gonna be coming from Steve Perry and the boys from Journey. (laughs) (laughs) The, uh, The first option that I wanna talk about today is one that we feel is very important to consider. You know, we've helped many people through their retirement journeys. The most successful and happy journeys are ones that are about retiring to something, not just simply retiring to escape a job or a career. One common reason for retirees to work, uh, return to the workforce is just simply boredom. I mean, some people focus solely on achieving their financial retirement goals, but then they neglect to think about what they want to actually do in retirement. You know, instead of just sitting on the couch, once you get that retirement, plan date set and you're there. Now, two weeks go by and you've got a nice vacation. But then after two, three, four weeks, you know, what do you start doing? And what happens is, is when they get to retirement, they find themselves really without a purpose.
0: But how can we avoid that, Uh, Baron? How do we avoid that wandering without a purpose feeling? Is there a retirement plan that can help with that?
1: Well, the retirement savings plan, Tony's half the blueprint. Designing how you're gonna live a purposeful retirement is really important as well. You wanna to try to visualize your days without work and think about how you're gonna live each one. You know, Take a pre-retirement vacation and practice how you live. For example, what activities excite you most about retiring? Where will you go and who will you interact with? Um, where will you live? what's on your bucket list how are you going to bring that list to life these are all things that you really want to think about if you struggle to see yourself as retired you might not necessarily enjoy the lifestyle retirement is a new chapter in your life and creating an outline before you start it to you know before you start to write it can really help ensure that you're going to avoid that writer's block and know what to do
0: well yeah and those were some good questions that we could ask ourselves and i'm sure they could really have an impact on our future in retirement. So what's something else though we can consider here?
1: Well, another thing to consider, Tony, is, and we think it's one of the most important decisions, is, you know, when it comes to your Social Security benefit, deciding when to apply. However, knowing when you should choose to begin receiving payments or for which type of benefit you should file for requires you to first know how your Social Security benefit is going to be calculated. In other words, you you need to understand the two factors that are most gonna affect the monthly benefit. Your primary insurance amount, referred to as PIA, that's the amount that you would get at your full retirement age, and then also what your full retirement age is, which is typically referred to as FRA.
0: So does when we begin taking our benefit play a big part in maximizing our social security?
1: Oh, absolutely, Tony. That's why our next option that we're going to discuss is to delay your retirement date delaying retirement is just a practical way to avoid having to return to the workforce as you continue working focus on putting more of your income into savings and watch your existing investments compound with time this is going to strengthen your nest egg and help prepare you for your eventual last day of work you know every day you work decreases the number of days that you're gonna need to fund in retirement. The the more that you uh, increase your Social Security benefit obviously means the less pressure that you're gonna put on your retirement savings. So you may begin to receive benefits as early as age 62 from Social Security. However, each year you delay receiving your Social Security benefit, your payment's going to increase. Between the ages of 62 to 66, your Social Security benefit increases on average of 6.25%. There is uh, a document on the Social Security website that talks about this, and it also talks about uh, delaying payments to age 70. So for example, if you wait between ages 66 to 70, your Social Security benefit is guaranteed to grow at 8% each year. So that's you know a benefit of up to 32% more filing at age 70 than you would receive at age 66. Now, again, we're not telling everybody should just wait till age 70. It depends upon your own individual situation. But again, that can be a really huge, significant difference as to how much income you're going to receive in retirement from Social Security if you wait.
0: Right. I mean, for some people then, obviously, if they file at the wrong time, it could cost them their retirement. Is that a mistake that can be fixed if we have listeners that say, hi, I just filed uh, can they go back and undo that and let it roll up?
1: Well, I guess the simple answer is no. I mean, once you file for Social Security benefit, you are permanently locked into that benefit amount. But with that being said, there is one way that you could change your monthly benefit, but it is often difficult to take advantage of. If you've been taking Social Security for less than 12 months and you pay the, you know, the full amount back that you received from them, you could defer your benefit and refile later when your monthly benefit amount might be potentially higher. But you know, using this loophole means that you're going to need to repay Social Security everything that you had received from them in that 12-month period of time or however long it was before you wanted to refile. And you know, many people may not just have that money on hand. So in short, you may want to just work with a financial services professional to help determine when's the best time for you to file in order for you to optimize your Social Security benefit.
0: Yeah, I think that's great advice. Now we're almost out of time for this first segment. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners, Baron? Before we take a quick break here.
1: Well, Tony, just you know, preparing for retirement can be overwhelming and even nerve wracking. We don't, you know, say that you should do it alone. You really should talk to some financial professional and kind of help you out with it. Um, if you'd like, please feel free to visit our website www.wellingtonadams.com or call our office at 855-793-2409. And um, you know, we could provide to you actually for any listener out there, a um, complimentary consultation that would include doing a social security maximization report that can help you find out when would be the best time for you to file as well as the best strategy to utilize. We we wanna be able to help our our potential clients, help them prepare for the retirement that they've worked hard for. So please feel free to give us a call or visit us on our website.
0: Well, all right. And listeners, stay tuned to listen and learn more options for avoiding having to return to the workforce after you retire with our amazing host, Baron Fitzgerald, here on Financially Tuned legacy planning is an important piece of your financial puzzle and an important part of what you will leave behind for future generations that is why we give our clients the from the heart journal and a guide on ira and legacy planning the from the heart journal was created for the benefit of your family and loved ones it will let you document and explore future financial wishes the ira and legacy planning guide will help protect your retirement assets from mistakes Both of these helpful resources are available in the Retirement Income Toolkit. The toolkit will give you the information you need to help secure your retirement. All you need to do to get your complimentary copy is visit our website at wellingtonadams.com or call us at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory, 855-793-2409. Again, that's wellingtonadams.com or call us at 855-793-2409. Get your copy today. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, We feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At Wellington Adams Investment Advisory, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money, which is located inside our retirement income toolkit. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at wellingtonadams.com or call us at 855-793-2409. That number again is 855-793-2409.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. If at any point during the show you want to learn a little bit more information about us, please feel free to give us a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us on our website, www.wellingtonadams.com. And again, if you're at the website, please feel free to check out our past shows Um, That way you can kind of get some information on subjects that we've talked about that you hadn't heard before. Today, we're talking about ways to avoid returning to the workforce after retirement.
0: Yeah, that's right. And so far, you've covered a couple of different ways, Baron: Uh, retire to something and delay that retirement date. So what's another way?
1: The next way, Tony, is a very common issue for retirees. Um, they wanted to decide whether they should relocate or downsize. A lot of times people, they don't want to continue doing as much of the hard work as they had, or maybe they want to move to a, a, just a warmer climate.
0: Yeah. So when you say relocate, like moving to a new place then.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, seniors flock to places like Florida or Arizona for more than just the weather typically. I mean, neither one of those two states have state income tax, so that's another very good reason why people might want to relocate. That means that you can avoid state taxes on your retirement income by moving there or to one of, other, only one of the six other states that have the same taxation policy. If you want to avoid state income taxes, but deserts or beaches aren't your thing, you still have plenty of options. Uh, according to a Bankrate.com article entitled is a state with no income tax, better or worse. Um, It can give you some information about whether it might make sense for you to relocate seven U.S. States forgo individual income tax as of 2018. Um, The other, the seven total are Alaska, Florida, Nevada, um, South Dakota, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming. And residents also of New Hampshire and Tennessee are also spared from handing over that extra chunk of their paycheck though they do pay tax on dividends and income from investments. So no matter the climate or your feelings about cowboys or casinos, there is a state with income tax benefits for you.
0: Well, that's true. And I've always been a fan of cowboys, but not everybody wants to move. So what happens uh, if you want to stay close to friends and family?
1: Well, if you prefer to stay in your current state, which a lot of people do, Downsizing your home has the dual benefit of lowering maintenance and utility costs, as well as lowering your property taxes. Another article on U.S. News and World Report, uh, which was entitled How to Decide Whether Downsizing is the Right Choice for You, breaks down some of the pros and cons of downsizing. So That's another good article that we always recommend people take a look at.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah, pros and cons. I love pros and cons, Liz. Let me get a pen and paper ready for this one. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, (laughs) downsizing can make sense for both financial and logistical reasons, but it might not be an advantageous choice in every situation. There are many factors that you need to consider in order to decide whether downsizing is right for you. Here are some of the pros and cons of moving to a smaller home. All right, so are you ready with that pen and paper, Tony? (laughs)
0: I am. So what are some of the pros? Well,
1: some of the pros are you're going to be able to gain access to the equity in your home. When you trade your current house for a less expensive one, you free up that money to invest in other ways or simply to have just more money to spend. You may have also lower monthly costs. A smaller smaller house is going to have lower utility bills, lower taxes, and also have uh, less cost to insure but be aware that these costs may be higher in your new locale though, even for a smaller home. So you gotta, you know, obviously look and see what you're buying and what you're looking into, but you're going to have less to maintain a smaller house means that you'll have less to clean. You know, if the new house has a smaller yard that's going to require less effort to maintain. A lot of people have, uh, they move to maybe a condo where they don't have any maintenance at all. Um, so it's going to be included in your monthly flea so that you can eliminate that chore altogether. Downsizing is going to force you to reduce your possessions. So, you know, you're going to have to probably get rid of a bunch of stuff that you've accumulated over your lifetime. Tidying up has become a popular craze over the past few years, but you may not feel any urgency to toss your unused possessions if you have no plans to move in the foreseeable future.
0: Well, yeah, and, and those are some good pros. I especially like that one uh, about having less to clean and less yard work to do, Baron, because uh, that's uh, that sounds like me. But what cons are we looking at then?
1: Well, you know, moving is a really costly con. The cost of moving or disposing of your possessions can be very large. You also have to take into consideration the Realtor's Commission as well as money that you're going to spend to fix up and furnish your new home. You know, that all could easily amount to a significant uh, amount when you're purchasing your new house. Your house also might require a lot of repairs and upgrades before you can sell it. So when it comes time to put your house in the market, your realtor may suggest that walls need to be repainted or carpet needs to be replaced. And you know all those repairs that you've put off for years now need to be made, and all that's going to cost money. You know, also, just the fact that moving is a hassle. You know, I, I mean, I'd be honest with you, I can't stand moving. Yeah. I, you know, I'm filling up all those boxes, but it's gonna, you know, it takes a lot of time and energy to pack and unpack. Um, for everything you're not going to move, you'll need to sell it. You know, you need to or donate it is another thing you can obviously do. Or make arrangements for your kids to come and get what they want. Uh, Another thing, if you're married, you and your spouse may have less room for personal space. So, you know, right now, you and your spouse probably enjoy having a place to go when you want some time away from each other. This is where, you know, you go to work on your hobby or listen to music or read. In a smaller home, there may not be that same amount of room for each of you to have your own space. And you'll, you know, so you're going to spend more time in, in close proximity to one another. So you have to kind of consider that as a con as well.
0: Yeah, that's a big one. (laughs) I know that I like having some personal space, you know, to work on that collection of ships in a bottle uh, that I have, (laughs) (laughs) but that's my me time, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's very common, Tony. Having personal space and me time can be very, very valuable downsizing is just one option, just like, you know, any of these, you have to make sure that you find the one that's right for you and it's going to fit for your own individual situation.
0: Sure. Well, our time is almost up for this segment. Is there anything else you want to add before we take another quick break here?
1: Um, No, Tony, just again, that we're here to help people if they need some help planning, doing retirement planning, or if they need to see if maybe uh, downsizing might be the right option for them. As we mentioned before, it can be very overwhelming, but you don't have to do it alone. So please feel free to give us a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us on our website, www.wellingtonadams.com.
0: All right. Hey, that sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages with more ways to avoid returning to the workforce after retirement with our host, Baron Fitzgerald, here on Financially Tuned. In today's volatile environment, making sure your assets are properly aligned with your financial goals has never been more important. Money can go up or down in value and it may pose a risk if it isn't properly managed to serve a specific purpose in a comprehensive plan. If you have ever thought that maybe too much of your assets were exposed to market risk, you owe it to yourself and your retirement to check out the Color of Money Risk Analysis. The first step to getting your assets aligned with your goals. At Wellington Adams Investment Advisory, we use this simple 11-question survey to help gain insight into your financial profile. Armed with your score, we can help you make decisions about your asset allocation in retirement. To learn more about this valuable self-assessment, visit us at wellingtonadams.com or call us today at 855-793-2409. Hello,
1: everyone, and welcome back to another episode, the last segment of Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Uh, Also with us today is Tony Shore. And at any point during the show, if you want to learn a little bit more information about Wellington Adams, please feel free to give us a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us on our website, www.wellingtonadams.com. Today, we're talking about several ways to avoid returning to the workforce after retirement. Uh, We've discussed relocation or downsizing as options, and in the last part of the show, we're going to talk a little bit more about cutting living expenses and discover meaningful
0: work. Well, that sounds good and interesting. Who doesn't want to cut some living expenses? Uh, But what are some ways we can do that, Baron?
1: Well, Tony, retirement can open opportunities to lower living expenses through better money management, uh, frugal living, as well as less wasteful lifestyles. You should really try to pay a close attention to your bank and credit card accounts for recurring costs that can be eliminated. Before each new purchase of a household item, you know ask yourself if it's truly needed or if it's a nice-to-have item. Find creative uses for things that you already own. There's a huge market for secondhand goods. Consuming less is better for both your pocketbook as well as a footprint on the earth. You know, Removing frivolous and unnecessary spending each month leaves more money to spend on experiences and just helps to secure your retirement overall.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned another way uh, there, discover meaningful work. That sounds interesting, but I'm not really sure what that means.
1: Well, many retirees are happy to leave a career, but sometimes they miss the intellectual engagement that comes from earning a living. Some may also miss the challenge of problem solving. Others may just simply miss the social aspect of working in a group and being around people all the time. For those who enjoy the pursuit of financial gain, retirement is an excellent opportunity to begin a second career which is gonna combine both personal passion as well as entrepreneurship. If your business idea is something that you're passionate about and financial gain is not a primary motivator, the pursuit may not feel like work at all. So discovering a second career or starting a business in retirement based on something that you could enjoy or something that you do enjoy, excuse me, could really be a surefire way to avoid returning to your pre-retirement occupation. Volunteering and mentoring could help fill the social and intellectual needs. Regardless of whatever direction you choose, finding meaningful activities and work in retirement could really be exceptionally rewarding.
0: Well, now I understand that makes sense. And this has been a really, really great episode of Financially Tuned you covered a lot of ways for us to avoid returning to the workforce in retirement.
1: That's right, Tony. I mean, today we've covered quite a few things. One, retire to something, you know, have something to do, something to look forward to. Um, we've also talked a little bit about delaying your retirement date, if at all possible. We've talked about trying to um, maximize or increase your social, delay your Social Security benefit to help in retirement later on. Um, we've talked a little bit about some pros and cons of relocating or downsizing. And we've also talked a little bit about cutting living expenses and last but not least, we've talked about discovering new, discovering new meaningful work. So if you've missed any of those ways that we talked about, please be sure to visit our website, www.wellingtonatums.com. Um, we'll have a full recording of of this as well as every episode on the website and also please feel free to give us a call at 855-793-2409 and we can schedule a complimentary consultation just to kind of go over some of those ideas and see if any of them might be beneficial for you.
0: All right. Well, that sounds great, Baron. And listeners, that does it. Our time just flew by. Uh, this concludes our time for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald of Wellington Adams.
1: Join us again next week for another episode of Financially Tuned. Take care, and we'll see you then.
0: Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald or Simon Hilliard at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Call 855 793 2409 or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com.